0: So, we are ending big cycles for scorpions listening. Mm-hmm. We're just entering Taurus season, which is all about luxury, yeah. sexuality, and enjoying the material. Taurus is all about like, it's an earth sign, it's ruled by Venus. So, it loves like the fluff, the luxury to treat himself like the good food and all of that. So, after this quite intense full moon, that's all about plunging into the depths and like, maybe some people are not too comfortable with that. We're moving towards a more abundant energy and more fun, more pleasure. And I'm down for that and I'm definitely feeling it. Ooh,
1: queens and kings everything. Ooh, ooh. Hello and welcome to Going Beyond with Brittany. I'm your host, Brittany Bento, a tarot reader and psychic medium. And on this podcast, we dive into all things spiritual, mystical, and supernatural. So if that sounds like something up your alley, this is definitely the podcast for you. You can consider me your spiritual big sis or just your spiritual friend as we delve into conversations that aim to expand our mind and consciousness. I'm excited to have you here with me today, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, welcome back. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm here with my lovely friend, Antoine Billboard. Hi, Antoine. Thanks for being here with me again on such late notice.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. This is so spontaneous, but you know what? I'm excited to see where the universe guides us, what comes out of this conversation.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. For those listening, I was actually supposed to film another episode with somebody else today, but we uh unfortunately had to postpone. There was a little bit of an emergency on her end. And you know what? Everything happens for a reason. And I was talking to Antoine and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Because my life is a little crazy right now because I'm about to move at the end of the month for, I mean, those of you listening know this. So I feel like I have things planned and I need to get things done in a certain amount of time so that I Mm can give myself the end of the month off. So anyways, I was just stressing out a little bit with him and he's like, Hey, I'll come on the episode. And I was like, really? You'll come on with me? I'm like, yes, let's do it. So it worked out perfectly.
0: Everything's just so perfect between you and I. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the scorpion perfect mix of energy.
1: Yes, he's a Scorpio too, for those listening. And we just passed the, the when was the full moon? Friday. So it was almost a week ago. So we're one week almost past the full moon. And the full moon was in Scorpio. Mm -hmm. I'm a Scorpio. Antoine's a Scorpio. And I know that I was definitely feeling the energy of the moon. I'm sure that those listening felt the energy of the full moon as well. But how are you feeling now? How did it affect you? I'm curious.
0: Oh my gosh. It was also paired with an eclipse. So it was like adding this extra slingshot effect to really propel us into the future. And usually it's not a good thing to be healing in a full moon or manifesting. Mm. But I didn't spend time alone. I was actually on a weekend getaway. And... I was a little worried I was like it's the full moon it's my sign I'm directly impacted like am I going to get in a car accident like what's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen I just trusted the universe and I kept seeing angel numbers at the mileage and everywhere and even Brittany sent me 369 I was like I'm good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah you were sending me angel numbers all weekend.
0: Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I just, I just cannot stop seeing them. And it's like, I was like, okay, angel numbers, like, it's fun. It's silly. It's just entertaining. But like at this point, it's just way too blatant. It, it's, it's almost ridiculous at what extent I see them. Like my friend today, I sent you the screenshot. She received a packet from Amazon and the number on it was three, three, three. And that's a number she sees all the time. Then we were editing a podcast episode for the agency for a client. And the timing was like 33 minutes, 30 seconds and three milliseconds. Like all of these threes keep kept coming up. But back to this weekend. I think what really helped me was spending the day at the park just really grounding in the grass and spending time in nature with my friend and just disconnecting from the routine that was Mm -hmm. my spiritual practice for the weekend not just staying indoors and working on the business which i typically often do but i was like you know what let me just not bring my laptop closing not looking at my emails and just nurture this friendship and enjoy the time that I was spending with my friend and just have fun and just be my youthful childlike self. And I think that paid off. However, me not diving like inside in meditation or spending time with me has had an effect on the following days. Because if you suppress or avoid something, the universe is going to find a way to still have you reap the benefits. But it's going to be maybe a little more harsh. And that's my journey. Everything's super harsh all the time. Super intense. But I'm like, bring it on. I'm a Scorpio. I can take it. But I was crying. At, I just had a spontaneous release at the gym. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure why. Like It happened twice, actually. I had to go in a corner, just face a wall. And I was literally like tears were coming out of my eyes. And I had no idea why but the feeling afterwards was like I just felt the support of mm-hmm. I don't know my lineage and I just felt mm-hmm. so proud of just taking such good care of me not just because I'm going to the gym per se but and we talked about that in my last episode it's one of my non-negotiable it's something that really keeps my life structured and on tracks. But just the ripple effect that it has in every areas of life, just corporate has improved. Business has improved. All of these clients just seem to be popping out of literally th- nowhere. And, and, and it's like this full moon. I read somewhere that it's the last full moon in Scorpio until like 2030. So we are ending big cycles for Scorpions listening Mm -hmm. and the next Mm -hmm. six months are probably going to be very intense. We're just entering Taurus season, which is all about luxury, sexuality, and enjoying the material. Taurus is all about like, it's an earth sign, it's ruled by Venus. So it loves like the fluff, the luxury to treat himself like the good food and all of that. So after this quite intense full moon, that's all about plunging into the depths. And like, maybe some people are not too comfortable with that. We're moving towards a more abundant energy and more fun, more pleasure. And I'm down for that and I'm definitely feeling it.
1: Oh, I am down for that too. And I definitely have been feeling it too. Let's talk. I'm going to talk about my experience with the full moon. So I'm going to be honest, before I went to Costa Rica, I was in a bit of a slump. No, I was definitely in a slump. I was feeling super stagnant in a slump and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just can't wait for May to be over because that's when I'm moving out of my apartment. Anyways, I go to Costa Rica and I had a magical experience. I talked about that on my last episode And that was like what I needed to kind of realign with myself. We all go through some slumps. We all go through stagnant moments. So if you're going through one of those, don't be too hard on yourself. But anyways, I got back and it was like leading up to the full moon and I'm a Scorpio sun. I actually have like six Scorpio placements. I actually don't remember exactly how many Scorpio placements I have, but I have a lot. So I really feel like I was affected by this full moon. I remember going for walks and like you at the gym, just crying. I just started crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. I'm letting myself feel it, but it felt good. It was interesting because it was like a release, but also I felt so grateful, you know, and I just felt like you said, supported and loved. So it wasn't even like I was like sobbing. It was just like, I don't even know a release of something, but it felt good afterwards. And then the full moon came and I am letting go of things that no longer serve me. So, habits, for example, there's certain things where I'm like, I am done. I am not doing it anymore because I know my inner voice is telling me to kind of take a step back and that's what I've been doing. And it's been feeling almost, I don't want to say easy, but it's been a little easier, maybe partly because the sun has been out, which I mean, I live in Vancouver where it rains like 90% of the year. So now that we're headed closer to summer, the sun definitely really impacts me as well. So I've just been feeling better and I'm just like, ah! I'm so excited because I feel like the next six, six months, things – I mean, for everybody, not only Scorpios, but especially Scorpios, or if you have any Scorpio placements, check your chart. You would need to see your entire astrological chart, and for that, you need to know your birth place, like the city you were born in, your birth time and the location and the date. I said the location twice, but you get the point. So you need to know that information and then plug it in online and it'll show you your chart and see what Scorpio placements you have. For example, if your Scorpio is in Venus, maybe you'll notice some changes in your love life. I'm not an astrologer, so I actually don't really, really know much about it, so I can't get too into depth. However, with the full moon being in Scorpio, it can affect your Scorpio placements placements more than your other placements however regardless of whether or not you have Scorpio placements everyone is going to feel the effects of this full moon and the eclipse I know for me I've been saying this to a few people and you know what I might regret saying this on here but I'm gonna say it anyways I feel and those of you know those of you who have been listening to me know that I've been single for a year now almost a year and i feel like someone is about to walk into my life and i don't i don't mean like tomorrow but i feel like somebody's going to come into my life maybe by the end of this year or maybe within the next year but i do feel like more so by the end of this year i don't know i could be wrong but i just i don't i don't know guys so if if you're listening i'm going to keep you updated i feel like it's always like fun to you know i'll let you know if i go on dates or anything like that because when i tell you i have been in hermit mode. I have been in hermit mode for the past year, like not even wanting relationships, just really focusing on myself. And it's not even like I want a relationship right now. I am super happy on my own and doing my own thing, but it's just this feeling that I have inside and I can't explain it. I just feel like someone significant might be entering my life. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like because if I'm being honest, I don't even know what I want my next relationship to look like. I know I've said this to Antoine like I don't think that I want to get married. I don't think I don't even know if I want a monogamous monogamous relationship. I don't know. I'm just at this place of adventuring and figuring that out but anyways i'm just throwing that out there we'll see what happens i'll keep you guys posted but yeah i guess my point is that i'm super excited for the next six months to unfold we'll see what the universe has in store for us
0: Mm, i'm gonna keep you accountable on the love thing and i mean (laughs) you've definitely created the space to receive that and the opportunity I mean. You threw the x Men out the window, he never came back, <laughs> and now you're going- <laughs> He tried. Oh, he tried. He tried. Oh, well, I mean, how could he not? Look at the material. And you're <laughs> going places, so who knows who you might come across? And you've done the work on yourself, so you are definitely on the right path. Something you mentioned about letting go of old habits and beliefs.
1: Mm-hmm. Do
0: you have a couple that come to mind? I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be completely transparent, open, and honest with everyone. Mm-hmm. So I love Mary J, my good friend Mary J. Um, for those listening, I'm sure you know what I'm referring to. You know, I was introduced to Mary J in Central College at some point, and I rarely ever did it. Like it was a really once in a blue moon type of a thing. A few years ago, I started doing it more frequently, not all the time at all. And then after the breakup with my boyfriend or my ex is when I started doing it a little bit more frequently in the evening specifically to help me sleep because I really had a lot of issues sleeping with, I don't know, the stress. There was a lot going on in my life. Not to a point, like I said, where it was unhealthy or anything like that, but I'm just at a point now where I'm like, okay, do you know what? I don't want to be using it all the time to go to sleep at night or all the time to unwind at the end of the day. That's kind of like my glass of wine. You know what I mean? I'm not an alcohol drinker really at all. Um, I will have a drink once in a blue moon. So anyways, I'm at this place now where I'm like, I don't want to feel like I need it to unwind.
0: It's so crazy because I'm on day three of not smoking before bed, and I've actually quit caffeine.
1: It's funny you say that because I I haven't quit caffeine, but basically same because because I'm moving out, I ran out of all of my coffee pods, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy more because I'm going to sell my espresso machine, and I'm at this awkward stage now where there's just a couple more weeks left. So like yesterday I didn't have coffee, today I didn't have coffee. I mean, it's funny how we're just like aligned with that, even though we didn't necessarily mean to be aligned with that.
0: I mean, the more I get to know Brittany, the more I feel like we're the same person, just apart in Canada. But back to the back to the habits. It quite happened naturally, just as you. I replaced the habit of drinking coffee with adaptogen coffee. So I'm drinking my mushroom in the morning and it tastes the same. I'm not jittery. I don't get an afternoon crash and I fall asleep a lot better. So I don't need the Mary J to help me fall to sleep. It was like I was always depending on a substance to put me down to sleep and then energize me up. In a way, I don't know what happens, what would happen internally in my body and what this does to the health, but forcing your body to go into a state that you're not naturally in doesn't sound ideal to me. So I love that I was able to just fall asleep naturally three nights in a row, just after a couple of breaths and just relaxing my nervous system. And you know what's funny? I woke up this morning, not even kidding, before my alarm. So, you know, I open my eyes. I'm like, okay, birds are singing. There's some movement out there outside. People are waking up. So I look at the time and it's quarter to four.
1: Wait, what time did you get up, get up at that time?
0: Well, I did because I was like, if I go back to bed, I'm going to wake up so sluggish with my alarm. So I was like, you know what? Let me just stay up. Wow. And I read a book. I did my breath work and meditation, all of that before going to the gym at six. Wow. And I went to the office and I had a whole day <laughs> clocked in. I'm a little tired right now. am yeah. not going to lie. I bet. But the energy is very healthy i don't feel it's not the same tiredness tiredness than i would feel after consuming the coffee so i love that we're letting go of old habits it's funny like totally could be paired with the effect of the full moon Mm -hmm. it's as i said the slingshot effect it's like propelling all of the intentions that we have because i've contemplated quitting mary jane for a while it's like every seed of intention that i planted The full moon was like, well, baby, now it's time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No more just sitting around, wondering, visualizing, thinking this is what you want to do. The universe pulled things away from my life. And it's so funny, because I've been wanting to get up early since the longest time. I remember going to a friend's place to swim in her pool, and her mom would go to bed at 8 and wake up at 4. And I was like, how in the world does she do it? (laughs) And now look at me just waking up 15 minutes before 4 a.m. So I don't know about you, if there are things that you hadn't the intention of committing to that you just pushed further into the future, but now that just seemed to magically happen.
1: Yeah, well, the Mary J, she's one of them. That's something that literally has been on my mind probably since the new year. Other than that, though, the Mary J was one of them. Another one was actually my food consumption, which has changed. Consuming meat the past year or the, since since the new year makes me feel queasy. And ever since coming back from Costa Rica, which is right around the time of the full moon, I haven't I haven't eaten meat, but also more than that, just more plant based in general. Like you could see him consuming a smoothie right now. This has got kale, banana, strawberry, mango, all the good stuff, and just more. I mean, I always ate healthy. However, it's even like more so now, and it's weird because it's like I'm naturally craving those foods. It's like, I really want a mango right now, as opposed to, oh, I really should be eating a mango, but there's a bagel that I could have instead. You know what I mean? It's just been easier and also just be grounding, like putting my feet on the grass. That's something that I would do. But, you know, weather here is a big factor for me. And I know for you too, probably in Quebec, especially with the snow for here, it's just rainy and gross. Um, I didn't want to go outside, but holy crap, I've been doing that every day and making a point to do it. And it's because I want to do it. And it's ever since the full moon and it has totally energized me.
0: Do you have any theories as to why you're feeling more icky with the meat?
1: So ever since the new year, it's weird because I've always, I've consumed meat my whole life and never, and I always respected those who are vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. I've never, you know, there's this weird rivalry with like vegans and meat eaters. And it's, that's always really weird to me. I'm like, why can't, people just kind of respect one another and respect their choices. However, I've always eaten meat and I never saw that for myself. I never thought that I would say I was a pescatarian or anything else. I I guess I consider myself a pescatarian now because I just don't eat meat Um, and this is really new and we'll see where where it goes. But I do feel like with this spiritual awakening and with my, me developing my mediumship, I'm this might be a little woo woo for some people, but I totally believe in frequencies. And I believe that, like, what you consume has a frequency, and animals are treated like absolute shit. They have so much fear that they must be emitting plus the steroids that's pumped into them their frequency unfortunately is not going to be at a high frequency even if you do purchase the meats that are more grass fed or free ranged or you know stuff like that and also, just seeing the animals like in Costa Rica, it, it genuinely just made me really sad because, to me, it's like they're they're like they have they're a conscious being as well, and they all have their own personalities. So I do feel like it was the universe trying to push me in a certain direction with the physically feeling like I like it was a physical reaction, not something that I thought about and then would happen. I would just feel queasy and I'm like, why do I feel like this? And before that, I actually stopped preparing meat for that reason. I couldn't do it anymore because I was physically I would have a physical reaction to it. So and then after the Costa Rica trip, which happened to align with, you know, the full moon, I just cut it out and it's been really easy. And I've been feeling a lot better eating foods that are alive, like plant-based foods. I'm not, I'm not a vegan, don't get me wrong, but I'm eating a lot more of those meals and yeah, it's just been kind of easy. I've been craving those foods.
0: Like just hearing you talk about it, I can feel you getting emotional, especially around the animal, Mm -hmm. the whole animal thing. And you're right. Those are living, breathing beings. So If you look at how they're treated in the industry and the the emotions that they go through and just the thoughts that they have in their animal minds, that all gets stores in their muscle. And then we ingest that. And that goes into ourselves and impacts mm-hmm. our frequency. So I really think it's beneficial to be mindful of what we put inside of our body. Hence the fruits. Like fruits are super high vibrational, same as vegetables. Mm-hmm. And back to the Mary J. Mary J vibrates at a neutral level on the scale of consciousness.
1: Right? If
0: you look at the scale of consciousness, there's like fear, anger, resentment at the bottom, at the top, you have love, compassion, peace, joy. In the middle, there is like courage, neutrality. Mary J vibes at neutrality. So if you're a very sad and angry person, Mary J lifts you up. But if you're the Dalai Lama, if you're Buddha, Mary J brings you down.
1: Right. So
0: yeah, right? I think it's just a natural process of you. we can use it as a crutch, we can use it as something that's beneficial for a while but i think it's okay to outgrow habits and outgrow diets
1: and something that once served you
0: yes exactly it doesn't mean that it's going to serve you for the rest of your life mm. but i want to say though like for like one of the big contributing factor for me quitting was that it would inhibit my ability to my ability to dream and mm. I'm someone who (laughs) wants to be able to control my dreams, to dream, period, to eventually astral project. Like I keep reading and hearing about these stories and people ask me about it, but I can only speak intellectually. I want to speak from experience. So I feel like leaving that behind, leaving the habit behind was just in alignment with the person that I want to become. And that's the thing, if you want to bridge with my last appearance on your show, Brittany, when we build habits, most people, they work, and myself, we work backwards. We work on the outcome. So what we want to work on is our identity. So I had to ask myself, what do I want to be? And what does that person do? Like, if I smoke every day, I'm a smoker. Like I have, I have to face the facts. If I meditate every day, I'm a mindful, spiritual person. But if I meditate just once in a blue moon, am I, am I a meditator? Not so much. So making daily actions that just make sense for who you wish to become. And over time, it's going to compound into that version of you. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not it like on a daily, it's not going to seem like you're moving the needle at, at all. But like looking back a year, five year, ten years, it's going to be like, wow! I have truly, truly changed, only because of the simple fact that you've stuck to very simple daily actions.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's bang on, and I love how you brought up the dreams because that's that's true for me as well. Yeah, like I want to, I want to lucid dream. I want to control my dreams, whereas Mary J. does inhibit that. And also, you're you're absolutely right. Who do I want to be? What? does that version of me do on a daily basis? I need to start implementing those things now. Or what do they do? What do they not do? And start living by that now. So 100%, which is why I feel like with this full moon too, it's just such a perfect time to really, really, really let go of whatever might no longer be serving you. And it's okay if it once did serve you. It's still okay to like say goodbye to that so I love how you mentioned that
0: thank you and something I'm also letting go is just feeling like everybody's after me to catch my next mistake yeah like the daily stress just feeling stressed at work and going into catastrophizing, worst case scenarios, I left that behind because what is it serving me? And there's a quote I saw on Instagram that said, you wait differently when you know God is never late. And that uh, provided me so much relief, not necessarily because of the stress of being scrutinized and analyzed, but because I can get so impatient especially with manifesting. We learn about the law of attraction, like be, do, then have, and all of these concepts. But I want it now, but it gets to happen slowly. And when you you know that what is meant for you will not pass you by... You get get to just enjoy the ride, sit and relax (laughs) and let the things come to you in their own timing. And that's the thing, like same for your desired lover. If you you just live your best life, you might, I don't know, just bump into someone and splash them with your beautiful, cold green drink and that might spark a conversation. I don't know. I'm just throwing (laughs) scenarios out there, but
1: yeah. No, it's true. And I preach this all the time. What is meant for you will not pass you by. And I I really started living with that mindset a year ago. And it really has changed my outlook and just everything on life. And it has allowed me not to attach onto anything. I, I have been the most unattached to everything and everyone that I've ever been in my life. And it is the most liberating feeling ever. Because by holding onto things, you're simply preventing Things that are meant for you from coming in, because by holding on to things, you're not making that space, and you you want to make that space for whatever is meant for you to come in. So don't hold on to anything. So if you know you meet someone or there's an opportunity and it doesn't work out, let it go. That's okay. Okay, that simply wasn't meant for me. Okay, it was cool to meet that person or it was cool to have that experience or whatever that may be. It wasn't meant to stay in the long term. You could take it as a sign of oh something else might be coming in closer, like the universe will bring you clues. You know, going back to my Costa Rica trip, I set out into the universe that I wanted to go to Costa Rica in December. And I had two other opportunities before the third one that I went on that went, that fell through the two other opportunities fell through. Was I upset at it? No, not at all. Like I wasn't attached. I was like, oh, okay. Whereas old me would have been so disappointed that it didn't work out. You know what I mean? And if I was really disappointed that it wouldn't work out, even energetically, I wouldn't have been in the space for another opportunity to come forward. And, you know, talking about relationships and stuff too, specifically, so many people attach themselves to their relationships or they they become so attached to their partners or the want for a relationship. Like I want it so bad. And so many people, like they'll come to me for readings and they'll be like, I want a love reading. Like I've been doing all the work. I've been doing all the inner work and I really want love and it's not coming in. And I mean this in the nicest way, but if you're wanting it, you haven't done enough work or you haven't done the proper work. And that might be really frustrating to hear because even if you've done a lot of self-work and self-development. If you're in a state of wanting a relationship or if you're in a relationship that's not serving you and you know that and you're holding on to it, you are not in a space where you are ready for the love of your life to come in because you really want to be in a space where you don't care if it comes in or not because you're trusting that it will come in exactly when it is supposed to. Because if it comes in and you're not ready for it, it's not going to be the love of your your life it's going to be a lesson and it's up to you depending on how long you attach on to that lesson which could drag out even longer the process of your actual true love coming in that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow cuz like i said so many people are like i've done the work and you know i'm just missing that one piece you shouldn't be missing any piece because you should be full on your own and a relationship should really just be a bonus it you know it should just be a bonus so you want to be in a space where you you can be excited for it. You could want it to an extent where like, yeah, like I feel like that would be great, but not like a wanting as if you need it and you're missing out on something. There's, there's a difference with that there.
0: Because mm-hmm. want includes a lack of something else.
1: Yeah, it's implying that you are missing something. And if you're putting out that energy, you're telling the universe, I am not complete and whole on my own. I am wanting something externally from me and you are searching something externally from you when everything you need truly needs to come from within. And when you are completely whole on your own because you are fully happy on your own, that's when you'll attract the love of your life. And getting to that point might not always be easy. There's a lot of inner work and introspection that needs to be done. But really ask yourself that question. And like I said, it, could, it can be a tough pill to swallow. If you feel like you've done a lot of work and years of work, but you're wanting a relationship, ask yourself, why am I really wanting a relationship right now? What piece of me is missing that I feel that's only somebody else can fill that piece of me? Because there's something internally that you haven't fulfilled within yourself yet.
0: I am such a big believer of that. And you just said it, like, if you so deeply desire that relationship, ask yourself, like, how can, what is it that you want from that relationship? And is there a way that you could get creative to provide that to yourself? Like being your own parent, the adult that you are. Because you don't want to mm-hmm. attract another unfulfilled, broken person that is seeking to get fit, because that's going to create codependency or trauma mm-hmm. bond. <laughs>
1: but let's take a moment to pause and say thank you to today's sponsor thanks again sue from diamonds natural store for sponsoring today's video diamonds natural store is a natural pet food store based out of illinois but there's free shipping on all orders over 25 dollars. so don't worry if you're not from illinois you can order online diamond's natural store is named after diamond who was sue's dog who unfortunately passed but diamond's name will live on forever i will have her story here on screen so if you're watching the youtube take a pause read through the story it's super heartwarming diamond's natural store has dog toys cat toys bird supplies they also have all natural treats for dogs and cats they also have natural supplements some of which include probiotics prebiotics, liver support, and mushroom supplements. So check them out. The link will be in the description box and show notes below. But thanks again, Sue, for sponsoring today's video. Let's jump back to the episode.
0: Both your moon and rising are Pisces, right? Mm -hmm. So am I.
1: Wait, your moon and rising are Pisces too? Yes. Shut up. Wait, (laughs) you have the same big three?
0: We have the same big three.
1: Shut up right this minute. Okay, side side note for the audience. Like it's honestly, I was literally thinking about this today, like how we started talking. We just became friends. Hey. I knew you were Scorpio, but I didn't know you were Pisces, Moon, and Rising.
0: Yes. Shit. Yes.
1: Oh, twins.
0: <laughs> literally twins. What's your Mercury? Do you know?
1: Let me pull it up for you right now. I have it.
0: Yes, please. In the meantime, I'm just going to read this little paragraph about the Pisces moon. So your Pisces moon indicates that you're deeply empathetic and compassionate with a strong emotional nature. (laughs) Yes, knock me crying in the middle of the gym because of God knows what. (laughs) You are likely sensitive to the needs of others. Yes, and have a desire to help and heal those around you. You may also love to be creative imaginative, and drawn to spiritual or mystical pursuits. Hello. I mean, tarot, mediumship, astral projecting, these are all things that fascinate you and I, and it makes sense astrologically. So, so what's your Mercury?
1: Take a wild guess.
0: So, Mercury is the planet of communication. You're very intense and deep in the way that you speak, so I, I want to say Scorpio. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. My Mercury's in Scorpio. Surprise, 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 surprise.
0: I mean, you did say you had six placements in Scorpio, so the odds were in my favor. But like, wow, what else is in Scorpio in your chart?
1: Actually, I'm I'm looking at it now. It's one, two, three, four. I was, I was, I was over guessing there. Okay, I have four Scorpio placements. My Scorpio, my sun is in Scorpio. My Mercury is in Scorpio. My Mars is in Scorpio, and my Pluto is in Scorpio.
0: Wow. Oh, she lives down in the abyss.
1: I do. (laughs) Especially with the Pluto in Scorpio, because that's...
0: My Pluto's in Scorpio, too.
1: Makes sense.
0: Pluto rules... Well, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. And it makes sense, because Pluto is like this far on the outskirts of the universe, planet. It's mysterious, it's dark, and it's just what we are. We're also ruled by mars the planet of mm. taking action and aggression yeah. and attack
1: yeah. my mars is also in scorpio
0: holy shit you're like the epitome of scorpio <laughs> <laughs> do you sting a lot do you, did you have to learn to control your sting
1: do you know what like i know how to sting like i know how to and there have maybe been a couple moments in my life where I've pulled that out, but I I always would feel so guilty after the fact.
0: Because we're so empathetic.
1: Yeah, I'm like very empathetic. So there's been a couple moments in my life, but I I'm a true Scorpio in this. So so I I care deeply about people. You know, I'm not just gonna sting for the sake of stinging. I'm not trying to hurt people. I care so 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 deeply, and I feel deeply. And you know, being so empathetic, I know that if I were to hurt someone, I know what they would feel like, and I wouldn't want them to feel that way. However, I'm a true Scorpio in the sense where if you do me wrong. I will cut you out of my life. Like I have cut people out of my life and it's like, I don't even hate them anymore. I don't hate, I don't hate anybody. I don't hold grudges. I'm really not that way at all. But as soon as you do something that where you show me, okay, I don't want you in my life anymore. I will drop you as if we never existed. Yeah. Like you are done. And, and I can flip like that overnight. And that has happened with, My ex-partners, I guess like my boyfriends, I'm the type of person where like once you're done, you're done. I wish them the best. I don't hold any ill will toward them, but like a race done. And it's funny, my most recent ex, I remember telling him that I'm like, as soon as we break up, like, that's it, I'm done. Because he was not like that with his ex-partners. And I guess personally, I never really understood that, but everyone's different to each their own. But for me, it's like, once I'm done, I'm done. And I told him that and he didn't believe me. It's like he didn't believe me because he broke up with me. And then a month later, he's crawling back to me as if he didn't take me seriously seriously and i was like no like done done
0: it does you know it doesn't get to happen like that it's my words mark them
1: yes same like if i say something i mean it i mean what i say and i've i've cut out a couple friends as well not many i haven't had that many falling outs but once i have a falling out with you like that's it
0: there's one friend that i cut out because they've done me wrong but i had a part in the story. So I, last Christmas, I texted her again. Mm. I sent her one of our songs that we would listen to. It's um, Winter Things by Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. It's such a sweet song. I sent her the song and I was just like, you know what? I'll just see how the universe responds, how actually she responds. And if she doesn't reciprocate the message, it's fine. I just, I'll just take it as is. I, I I learned a lesson. I just, I'm okay with that. And if she responds, well, good. And she responded. Hello. And you know what she said?
1: What? <laughs> is it good or bad? She
0: said, it's really good. It's so serendipitous. She said, I was actually listening to this song this exact morning.
1: Oh, I'm getting chills. That's so beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. As, As always, always it was a, was a pleasure to have, have a conversation, conversation with you again, again Antoine. Antoine. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much for, for this impromptu uh, recording today. But thanks again for everyone for being here with us, for having this conversation with us, for listening to us, Babylon, about how we have the same sun, moon, and rising sign. <laughs> <Saline. laughs>
0: I mean, I feel like this was just a um, a FaceTime call that everybody's going to get to enjoy. <laughs>
1: It's kind of like I hope you guys sat down. I should have said this at the beginning, but like I hope you sat down with a drink, with a glass of wine, with a coffee, with water or whatever it is that you're sipping on. But let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Let me know what your sun, moon and rising signs are, because I'm really curious. And if you have Scorpio placements, let me know what Scorpio placements you have. But thank you all again for being here with us today. And until next time. Bye, guys.
0: Thank you, bye guys. This is me,
1: I'm so royal, and you all wanna be round. Yeah you all wanna be round round a champion, a champion.